Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 420. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Stephanie, what a beautiful day today. Would you agree? Actually, I would. (laughs) This is my kind of day. So, we have... Plenty of things to talk about in a Family from the Heart episode. It's one of those things that's like we should go on vacation and uproot our life every single week just so that we have so many things to bring to this microphone. Nah, I don't think so. (laughs) No. So, um, helping Megan move, is that, shall we start, like, should we go in chronological? Chronological? Chronological order. Or shall we just jump anywhere and everywhere? Like, what's most passionate right now for us? I don't... It doesn't matter to me. All right, you choose. No, it does not matter to me. So keep me on my toes. Let's go. Okay. Helping Megan move. What would you say about this? (gasps) Uh, Next time I'm paying movers. (laughs) This is absolutely the case. So one of the things that I was not aware of, I don't know if it came up uh, in the most recent episode, episode 419, before we went down to Tennessee and stopped for a couple days to help Megan move, I knew that we were, I'm pretty sure we had stated that we were going to go down, we were going to stop in Bowling Green, we were going to help Megan move. Okay. But I don't think that at the time, I was yet made aware of the fact that Megan bought herself a couch. I don't know if I was aware that Megan bought herself a couch when we recorded so the first thing case. that we might want to share with you <laughs> is that our daughter Megan decided to buy a couch. She did. It's a cute couch. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, would you please describe prior to our experience in Bowling Green, prior to the phone call that we re- or the phone calls plural that we received on our way to Bowling Green? What was the original idea of how helping Megan move was going to go? So we left on Friday. No, I want uh, not no. what we left. I want to know how it was going to happen. Like in yeah, our mind. No, yeah, we were leaving on Friday. Okay. We would help her move on Saturday. She had to turn in her keys for her. We would move her out on Saturday. She had to turn in her keys by 12.01 or it was a $200 fine. And she wasn't able to move into the new apartment until Sunday. So we had to get at what a, time? Ten. Okay, right. Pick and, up the keys at ten a.m. And so we rented a U-Haul for twenty-four hours. So w- the idea was that we would rent a U-Haul. We would pick that U-Haul up around eleven a.m. All right, or we would get there so that we would roll off the lot at eleven a.m. And everything would be pretty much moved. This is how I saw it. Everything's moved down to the parking lot at this point, yes. you know, ready to be loaded into the U-Haul at, you know, but we don't have a U-Haul until 11 o'clock because we're going to go and pull this. We're going to rent this U-Haul at 11 a.m. And we're going to then drive it 
to the apartment where everything has already been brought down, loaded all into the U-Haul so that those keys could get turned in by 12 noon. Yes. Or actually, I don't know if that's necessary. I think maybe the case was that we were to actually move everything down, go turn in the keys, and then go get the U-Haul closer to even 12 o'clock. Yeah, I'm... It was... Because the idea was that... But you had a whole thing in your head that I wasn't even... It, well, the thing I, is, I, wasn't is even, like, I was told that U-Hauls are extremely hard to come by. Getting one for more than 20, 24 hours is almost non-existent at this at this stage right now. There's all kinds of things. And of course, the, the whole idea is that this stuff was going to sit in a U-Haul overnight while Megan stayed in our hotel, right? Yes. Saturday evening. Saturday evening. And then Sunday we would get up and we would... Mad rush. Well, we would wait until 10 to pick up the keys. Yeah. Put the everything U- on the my, lawn. In my mind, the U-Haul would already be sitting there. Yeah. We'd get the keys. Put everything on the lawn, return the U-Haul, and then move into the new apartment. And and then we would actually be able to get that U-Haul rented for 24 hours and 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 be able to pull this off. It was going to be a crazy mad rush, right? <laughs> yes. So that's, I mean, and we were already prepared for crazy. Crazy is what we thrive in. I okay, fair enough. I mean, we do. We we figure it out. We get it done. We don't. Here's the thing: we don't sweat the small stuff. We don't sweat the small stuff, and everything is small stuff. Yeah. So that's how we roll, yo. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not always been how we rolled. It's not always. Maybe Stephanie, not always been how I rolled. Yeah. I have changed a lot over the years. Well, and I don't this sweat is, the small stuff. I've always been that way. I, I have come to not sweat the small stuff. And I thought, well, you know, is that all fun in theory? And is it true in theory? Or I'm pretty sure he's eating bugs. Yeah. <laughs> he found I, think, the- I think he found a stink bug. How's that one taste, buddy? <laughs> Good protein, Dad. <laughs> We're talking about our dog, Leo. Yes. I think he's he just found a bug. Wandering around the office. Anyway, I was I was wondering had I actually got to the place where I could actually say that, you know, I don't sweat the small sweat. And some pretty big stuff's happened this past year since I've had some significant transformations and yeah. I would say that you're handling it pretty well. I I might I might see a bead of sweat from <laughs> some small stuff and I'm like, "Hey, wait a second. And then and then it it goes away before I fully fully perspirate through an entire shirt. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, so we had the we had planned for the craziest moving schedule you could be put through yes. with two different apartments. One says you cannot have your keys later than twelve oh one a.m. or else you pay two hundred dollars. You can't have a U-Haul for uh, tw- more than twenty four hours, or you are severely going to pay for it. Uh, and oh, by the way, you can't move into the new apartment till the day after, just two hours before that thing is that due. U-Haul needs to be back. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Dad, and I bought a couch. Hold up. And Bowling Green traffic sucks. Uh, Bowling Green. I, I didn't feel like that. You didn't feel no, like it? Well, I didn't think that the, the... I don't think traffic really played a factor in in the situation. It was busy on Campbell Lane. Fair enough. It would have taken it would have taken thirty extra minutes off of our off of our U-Haul time. Okay, so okay, if we would have actually had to go with our original plan, a matter of fact, I'm titling the "She Bought a Couch." <laughs> I, I found our title: "She Bought a Couch!" Exclamation mark. Uh-huh. If you ever wondered where our show show titles come from, that's where this one came from. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it, you're right. The traffic 
would have been played a significant factor had we had to stick with that original schedule. But we leave on Friday, and I said, hey, why don't we go down a day early? I think we had already talked about doing that mm-hmm. be- in the last episode. So, you know, I just like, let's just go ahead and go down a day early. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With no planned hotel stay. <laughs> Megan's asking all week, did y'all extend your hotel reservation? Did y'all extend? Nope. We'll figure it out when we get there. Well, I literally, and, and, I'm literally, I got in the car. I'm waiting for you to come out. Car is all packed, ready to go. And I'm pulling up the hotels.com app to see which address, which hotel address I'm going to put into ways to get us down there. Yeah. So we, we, we're just rolling with it. And uh, so we we leave on Friday. Yep. Get down there Friday night. And we're ready to go to bed. And she's like just starting to pack. We go over. We calm her down from her. She was freaking out already because she had we three. Did we get three calls? Yeah. The first call was, oh, my gosh, such great news. I got my keys early. Okay. This is great news. She says we can move in tomorrow. This is great news. We can take her from one apartment to the other. No overnight U-Haul needed. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and the idea is like, we're still going to get it for 24 hours, but there's, but there's, no, rush. there's no rush. And um, Great news. We were excited. News. She was excited. Everyone's excited. <laughs> for 45 minutes. And then we got another call. The, the keys to the apartment that they gave her were not the keys that they had showed shown them pictures of. It was not the apartment that it they had shown the her pictures of. It was not the apartment that they had shown her pictures of. And they uh, had just to, to show, they had shown her a picture pictures of an apartment that was one floor above their floor and there it had a much larger living room area. Yes. But be, because this is a converted school that they turned into an apartment complex, um there just so happened to be something behind so the a firewall. I there think. was a firewall there, and because of that, they actually had to box in the wall in the living room behind that, and it was like a triangle, which left her a very, very, and, and the word I would describe is tiny living space. I mean, yeah. you could fit a couch there, uh, and you might be able to put a TV in front of it on the opposite wall. You're sitting sideways, and you better not bring an ottoman. And it was shaped like a triangle. Yeah. So um, it was not the apartment that they had thought that they were. And when I say they, I mean she and her two roommates um, who were not moving in for two weeks. So basically the Ravenscrafts are dealing with, you know, the issue on our own mm-hmm. when she's speaking for two other people. And, um, and, so she calls back, she's in tears. It's not the, it's, the first time she called back, it just wasn't the apartment that they were shown pictures of. And um, when they signed their lease, the complex can't show these apartments because people live in them. So they went off the photos that they were sent. That's what they thought they were getting. Anyway, so the first time we call, she's freaking out because the living space is so tiny. And now she's bought a couch. <laughs> the apartment complex supplies a couch. Both couches will not fit. Yeah, but in the pictures that she had seen, 
the there the space would have been big enough for both the couch that's included plus, plus her, her couch. New couch and then another chair on i mean it was a huge living space in the other in the pictures that they were seen yep sure. so she's not a she's not very happy uh, and instead she she is she is very oh. much today like i would have been at her age so we speak um you know, common sense logic to try to calm her down. It's not the biggest deal in the world. We'll figure it out. There's nothing we can do. We're on the road. And um, just don't stress out about it. Don't get yourself worked at, which is not what she wanted to hear. So that call ended. Yes. She goes, just let, just let me stress about this for a little while. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. You do that. Go do that. And we're going to keep driving. <laughs> and um, I think you were a little upset that I didn't stress a little bit more than I did. I just wanted to talk it out, and you were, I mean, and I was you just weren't like, willing to even speak to me, yeah, and that I, was where my frustration was, not with the issue itself, but yeah, but, because I believe that we could work it out. It, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Even if they had to live in their little triangle, it wasn't the end and, and of the world. And that's what I was saying. It's like, I'm sure it's a great apartment, and that, <laughs> it's going to be so fine. We get another phone call back, and it. So now it's not only the triangle living space, but there are actually things. Let's just say issues. There were actual things that were not, I mean, a broken doorknob and other things, other things. And um, so, again, we're like, you know, let's not worry about it. We'll, you know, figure it out. You can call the office, work with them on it. But dad and I can't do anything from where we're at. And um so we get down there. We actually do go over to our apartment. I talk to her. I talk the way we do, and which at one point she tells her friends, she's like, dude, the worst thing that your parents can be are life coaches. Because let me tell you, you never want to hear what they have to say because you know they're right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I get down there, I'm talking and and her, her one friend was like, oh my God, you know, Megan, like, yeah, I do. And um and we're like, you know what, you gotta pack. We're going to bed. We're we're still on Eastern time, so it's a whole hour later for us. You know, you have fun. We'll see you in the morning. And we got there Saturday morning at I don't know, we get there at like seven or seven thirty or something. Went ahead and headed over to U Haul at eight o'clock. We can't get a U-Haul for 24 hours. It's not possible. Well, we had one reserved for, we did have one reserved. You're right. For 24 hours. And we get there and they say, no, this is not yeah. happening. We, we know that you have it reserved. We you see your reservation. You have this back we, by. We have, we have no, first of all, they have no U-Hauls. Like the, the, size the trucks. That, of the size that we, yes. Yeah. And so uh, we had reserved a 10-foot truck. And he's like, we don't have it. And I'm like, well, what do you then have? Why did you let us reserve that, it? I didn't say that. I just said, I, what, what just, do you have? I'm asking that. And uh, he says, the best I can do for you is that cargo van sitting right there. And I'm like, I, we'll take it. And Megan, Megan's is like, that's my not going to fit. That's I not. Said, that's not. It's not. So it's Megan, not, it's, it's going to be fine. And so I said, great, we'll take that for 24 hours. He says, you can't have it for 24 hours. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I can't have it for. You have to have it by, back here by 7 p.m. And then Megan's like, ah, and I'm like, perfectly okay. fine. You're telling me that I can have that cargo van right now and I can reserve it for today 
and have it back here by 7 p.m. and everything's fine. He says, yeah, great. That's what I'd like. Yep. And by golly, we get the van. We So bro- while, while you're on the phone or while you're at U-Haul in the thing, she gets a phone call from the office of the new apartment complex to talk about an apartment swap so that she wouldn't get the triangle living room. And, um, and she said, I'm actually, I'm at U-Haul right now. Can, can we talk about this when I get there? So when we, we went and we loaded up the U-Haul and when I mean we, I mean Cliff, um, I made all of the boxes like really available so he could carry them down the stairs. <laughs> so she, her, her old apartment was on the second floor. 17 stairs. 17 stairs. And Megan did help me carry down the couch, which was fun. Just Megan and I carrying down a couch together. And it's bonding. Yes, it was definitely bonding. And it, it, what she actually did a really good job helping me. I, mm-hmm. I'm, she really did. So, um, but we got the couch. The couch slid in perfectly. And there was still an extra three foot of space after the cargo van so it was, it was perfectly fine and yeah it, it was it was a lot of up and down steps pulling yes. everything i mean box after box after box i mean this cargo van was literally tetris into you did like, an excellent job it was incredibly packed uh there was no room for an additional item in there including the passenger seat in the middle and between the mm-hmm. driver's seat and the passenger seat so we got it all loaded up and Turned in the keys at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So two hours early. We had two hours and one minute to spare. (laughs) Yep. And um, headed over to the new apartment complex to then figure out which apartment she's moving into. Megan first shows us, because she still has the key to the old apartment, she shows us the apartment that they had given her. And sure enough, I I mean, it would work. I mean, she could have made it they work. They could have made it work. You're absolutely right. But they, and they had, a, they had offered to take the couch that's included out so that she could bring her couch in, mm-hmm. which would have had to have happened. Yep. And stuff like that. And, and, but they had already made an offer of an apartment swap. She could have an, they, her, her and her roommates could have a larger apartment. They'd just have to pay the difference in rent if that's what they wanted. And so um, then they, go ahead. So we asked to see that apartment first. We're not doing any We've more apartments. Can we see it? No more sight unseen. And they said, sure. They showed us the apartment. We go up. It is smaller than what they were in, but it is bigger. The bedrooms are much bigger. Than what they were offered. And um, the bedrooms are much bigger than the apartment they were in. The living space is smaller yeah. than what they had. Um, but the other living space, the old apartment complex had a dining room that they don't need. They never used it. So um, it probably ends up being about the same space that they're used to using. Mm-hmm. And and so we're like, okay, fine. And we'll, we'll do this. We'll take this one. So we are, we, as in you and I, are still paying what we had agreed to pay and she's paying the extra. Yep. And... Um, You want to talk about how many stairs it is to get up there? Oh, my gosh. So this is the equivalent of... Well, so it's it's, a renovated high school. Yeah, it's the equivalent of a four-story apartment. Yeah. 
Yes, a fourth. Yes, absolutely. I've so, been calling it a three story, but that's after we got it up already one story. Of yes, flight two flights of steps, one story. It is definitely it, it, there's almost like fifty stairs that you have to climb, right? Just in the apartment section. No, like I have between no when you between it. when you walk in the outside door and you go up those seven steps, and then there's eight steps, and then you get to her apartment, and there's like. I didn't count. 127 steps. There, there, I just. <laughs> I have to if I'm carrying something or I'll fall. Gotcha. So I counted them so many times that. Okay. It's. It was, there was a lot stuck of stuck there. There were so, a lot of stairs. I couldn't do a lot of carrying up and down the stairs. So the parking lot and the door for which we had to come in was on the opposite side of the building, and it's a large building. So imagine everything had to come out of the van. And then, of course, there's these locked doors, at, you know, security doors at every entrance, so you, and, it's, and it closes right behind you, and you'd have to do this. Like, it was insane. So we took everything out of the van, then we held the door open, put everything into the you hallway. You and Megan did this while I was cleaning the apartment. We put everything into the hallway, and then there's an entire, so then there's a flight of steps, a flight of step, a landing, a flight of steps, and then you had to go open, prop open a prop door, open and everything had to be carried all the way from one end of the building all the way to the other end of the building and then you open up the door to her apartment and her apartment actually has its own three-story six flights of steps stairwell up to her apartment so because it's like a loft over top of the office yes so here's the situation is that the very first thing is like listen let's just take everything out of this thing and let's just get it all laid out in the hallway, on the lawn. Let's get make way for the couch. And so it just like this whole hallway is just like. It's like Aladdin. <laughs> make way. Yeah. And so the very first thing we do, I, I just like, listen, let's get the hardest thing out of here first. And so we carried that couch in all the way through. You held the door for us. We got it up that one round and then. Uh, up, up through the other door and then we get the long hallway and then we're trying to make the turn into her apartment and it just won't budge there's just it's just not going to work so there's a there is a bathroom across the hallway from megan's apartment door and we had to have them o- get a key to open that because without that there's no way there's we no could way make that turn that. and so we did that and then megan and i Wow, somehow just the two of us made it up those additional three flights of steps and then all the way into our apartment. Y'all did great. And you know what? I'm just so thrilled about some of the stuff that I've studied. It's like, listen, I'm in a situation where I've just come to where whatever is, is what it is. There is no getting upset about anything. You know, it's like this This stuff has to be moved. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's and that van has to be back. And so, the, you know, let's just, just right. do this. And so that's how I went about it. And I'm like, listen, I, I've, I'm, I'm in good health. I have good physical strength. Let's just let's get this it. thing done. Now, I will tell you, uh, I I had a I I probably haven't done leg days as much as I should have lately because <laughs> the uh, let's just say that after that was an all, intense leg day um, for me and I didn't make as many trips as you did. Yeah, well, Megan and Megan helped me in the whole unpacking the van and filling the hallway and then from the lower hallway back on mm-hmm. the other side where the parking lot is. She helped me a lot moving boxes from there to the 
bottom Foyer of the bottom level of the three stair flights of yeah. or the three floors of stairs up to our apartment. But I personally carried, I'd say, at least ninety five percent of every box. Mm-hmm. from the bottom of the three floors all the way to the top of the three floors. I was just going up, down, up, down, up, down. And I'd say maybe 55 minutes nonstop. And to say that I actually got my workouts in uh, <laughs> for Saturday and Sunday, or for Saturday is an absolute understatement. I think I, I, think I closed with 500% of my move goal for the day. You did. On my Apple Watch. Actually, I think you were just shy of it, and you're like, I could get up and close this, but this is good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that was that was move-in day, and then afterwards, you and Megan helped, uh, or you helped Megan do stuff, and I, I probably passed out on her bed. And you took a nap, and um, on Sunday we went back to her apartment, and and uh, I kind of helped her unpack. We did a couple of Walmart runs for things that she needed. To move in and we just hung out we just hung out with Megan on Sunday and on Monday we went to Lost River Cave in Bowling Green, which is where she works, and took a tour of the cave and met some of her coworkers and just a really laid just back a day. really laid back day and from there we headed to Nashville. So that was our time there. Uh, Lost River Cave, by the way, is I had never heard of Lost River Cave until Megan applied to work there. Um, I never even heard the name of it. No. I've heard of Forbidden Caverns and mm-hmm. all these other things. And I, I've been in a in a, a glass bottom boat tour in Tennessee of a cave that had a river in it and stuff. But I'd never heard of Lost River Cave in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And it's a nice little cave. I'm a huge fan of caves myself. Stephanie's not so much. Uh, but I really enjoy caves. I, I just think the whole idea of a cave being underground, same temperature year round, and that you can go in and explore. And um, I've all I, I've I was taken to Mammoth Cave many times when I was a kid, and it's always fond memories of that. And so I enjoy caves, and so I enjoyed this cave. It's a neat cave. It was a neat tour, and they ha- actually have some nice um trails that you can walk yep. through and they had a big butterfly conservatory which was nice mm-hmm. and um yeah it was good I, I, I had i had a very good time it was a, it was a great time so that was our experience so that was friday what what are you looking at how long i was we, just looking at how long we talked about friday saturday and sunday <laughs> 26 and a half minutes baby so that's that's what he does every time he comes know, into my he's office so he, he's like, listen, I love taking a nap on dad's couch. Our our pup is like out. He is. He's a cute dog. He's out. Yeah, he's he's like, yeah, I, yeah. I ain't got nothing. All right, so we left. Um, so that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and half, half a day Monday. Monday. Then, Oh, by the way, driving down from home all the way yeah. to Bowling Green, what did we listen to? We listened to Pride and Prejudice. Yep. I don't think we're even halfway through it. Uh, we're not. Matter of fact, I can tell you that if I pull it up here, Pride and Prejudice, uh, there is uh, nine hours and 12 minutes left. We're on chapter 24 of the book. There's like 61, I think. And uh, there are 62 chapters. 62. So... Uh, but it's really good, and I, I'm I'm enjoying it. 
it just so we listened to it all the way from home to Bowling Green, and then we listened to it more from Bowling Green all the way to Nashville, where we we stayed at the Opryland Resort, which we'll get to next. But uh, let me just write this in here so I can remember that we talked about this Pride and Prejudice audiobook. And there are tons of them, by the way. Let me just see if I can find out and tell you which one uh, that we chose. Uh, it's uh, Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, obviously. And it's the one narrated by Indira Varma, Kristen Atherton. It did the introduction. So, But it's in, Indira Varma is the one who did the narration. And I... I, I like her narration. There are like... 50 different audiobooks you could buy, and I might, that's a little exaggeration, uh, but there's probably 15 or 20 that you could choose, and this is the best one out of the ones that I sampled, and I'm very happy, so, I mean, we're really into it and and stuff like that, so we listened to the audiobook all the way to Opryland, and we, li- we listened to it a little bit on our way home after our time in Nashville, but only until, up until uh, one of our, um, loves truck stops where yeah. we take a potty break and you needed to do and something the, else yeah well i didn't need to do something else i thought that maybe you were kind of getting bored with it i i was it's just like it was just the same it's not monotonous but it was just like it was the same and i needed to i i went off keto during our time in nashville <sighs> and because i did it hard <laughs> yeah um and so i went off keto when i was in nashville and because of that, I get a little bit of that brain fog. And so I just needed something to stipu- stimulate my mind a little bit more than the same audiobook we'd been listening to. So anyway, Pride and Prejudice audiobook, um, still 26 out of 62 chapters into it. Uh, it's something that we'll probably pick up in the car from time to time if you're interested. Are, would you yeah. still be interested in continuing that from time Absolutely. to time? I, yeah, I want to say that I've heard the whole book. Awesome. Okay, so... We listen to that on the way down. Then uh, we get to the Opryland Resort. So what do you want to say about the Opryland Resort? I don't know. I, like, about it in general? T- yeah, talk about it. Like for people who have never been there before, never heard of it, um, what is it? How would you describe it? I would describe it as a very large... Um, it's it's a large resort it it is massive in size although you could walk it in a circle many times throughout the day if you so choose as i did (laughs) um the atriums are beautiful with just trees and foliage everywhere and running water waterfalls and I found that very relaxing because that's what I did. I I walked through the atriums. I um, found places to read or to people watch. Um, that that's that's what I did the whole time we were there. So the way that I would describe, just so people have an idea of the scale, because well, when you didn't you ask say- me for scale. I don't know. Okay, I'd say it's large. Exactly, large. Uh, what I'm saying is that there are four or five major atriums. Four. 
there is the the Delta, which is which kind is of like we were... New Orleans kind of style, right? Okay. Is that fair? Yeah. Is that Delta Riverboat Cruise? Yeah. So imagine an atrium with, it's kind of like a, all of them are kind of like conservatory. So they have this, it's like you're walking through a lush jungle slash wildlife area uh, it, with all of these beautiful plants. I mean, and we're talking about like this giant, it's like you're in a rainforest almost, uh, but you're under you're under a roof that is uh, that lets sunlight all the way through it. But it's massive, so much so that it's a it's a small village. Uh, is I, I would say yeah. a small town, if you will, is built inside of this. So in the Delta uh, atrium, which uh, it was interesting that it was called the Delta everything is the Delta Convention Center with everything with the Delta virus going around or the variation. But um, anyway, but it's it's got the there's a moat, if you will, or a little Mm -hmm. river, little river river that goes all the way around. And it's huge. And you can actually take a riverboat uh, gondola all the way around. And that, that I mean, it's a big spot. So and yes, there's waterfalls. But when we say waterfall, we're not talking a small waterfall. We're talking massive waterfalls. I think the waterfall is in Cascades, though. Okay. I think there's waterfalls. There's waterfall in Delta as well. You might be right. That waterfall, you're right, is in Cascades. So Cascades is the one with the massive waterfall. Delta does not have that big of a waterfall. They have a big fountain that has the light show. Right. And music show that goes with it. So that's, yeah, that's true. Anyway. There's Delta and there's Cascades. And and there's there's Garden the Garden Conservatory. There's the Garden Conservatory, which is like incredible. I mean, like, wow, look at all of these plants. And it's like, this is all real stuff. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's unbelievable. And, and it's so one, big. The Garden Conservatory is so huge. And then there's Magnolia. Yeah. And and it's like, it's just Those a. Are the four. You could go there, which we did for a week and not leave. We did. I. With- I. I left the resort and traveled three minutes to the Opry Mills Mall where I did some birthday shopping and um, some people watching, which are two of my favorite things. Yep. (laughs) I spent like four hours because the mall is massive and um, just walking, just walking around and and people watching. Um, But I think that's the only time like I didn't leave property. I just you and I left property the first night and walked around the mall together. Okay. After we checked in, yes, and we had dinner we at the Rainforest Cafe. Yes, that's when we walked through Dave and Buster's and we saw that they had a Regal IMAX theater. And the thought was like, "Hey, why don't we come um, over in the morning?" You suggested, "Hey, if you want to do Dave and Buster's, we can play some games together and go see an IMAX mm-hmm. and and have lunch." And I'm like, "That sounds like a great idea." So. Um, so we did that that night at the mall. Then the next morning, we went over to the mall. Uh, we s- uh, slept in a little bit. So yes. uh, we had we went straight to have lunch, and we got our tickets to the movie. We didn't do the Dave & Buster's thing, which is perfectly fine. But we saw an IMAX version of Disney's R- Jungle Cruise yes, with Dwayne which, Johnson and... What's Emily her? Blunt. And Emily Blunt. Which I really enjoyed. Yes. I wasn't sure because I hadn't... I knew it was coming, but I hadn't seen a trailer for it. But um, I really enjoyed the story. I did. I enjoyed it as well. 
And the interesting thing, Stephanie, is is that are you telling me in all the times that you and I have gone to Disney, we've never done the Jungle Boat uh, I Jungle have Cruise no tour? memory of ever taking the Jungle Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Then, then the only thing I can think of is when I went to Anaheim for Podcast Movement 2018. I believe that's when it was. I must have actually gone to Disneyland and did the Jungle Boat tour there myself. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I have no memory of doing that. The yeah. only boat I've done, It's a Small World and Pirates of the Caribbean. That, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the whole, because the, Stephanie had remarked, she goes, before you know it, they'll make a, a ride I, out of this. Yeah, I didn't know it was already a ride. And I'm like, no, they, they actually made this movie out of the ride. Which, by the way, I learned that they made Pirates of the Caribbean after the ride and not the ride after the movies. I did too. Because it was just a BuzzFeed article that popped up on my. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Anyway, so, but yeah, the the Jungle Boot, Jungle cruise at disney is kind of like the opening scene where there's the you know bunch of jokes and you know dad joke kind of things yeah. and, and it's like ah oh, ha ha and of course you guys like oh look out here and it's obviously fake and and you know look at these people and it's fake and it, but you know you're just, you're just going on a jungle cruise okay and it's a little tour guide that's whole, it's it's funny it's funny it's is what it is and each person who does their thing they don't have the same jokes they all have their own performance that they have that that they come up with i like that yeah okay so next time we go to disney we shall do okay. the jungle boat yeah we experience. should probably start saving for that just so it can get done okay all right, uh, so we saw that, and um, that was what I don't even. Who cares what day? Doesn't matter because <laughs> days did that not was exist. Tuesday. Days did not exist back then. Back uh, then, <laughs> back then, two weeks ago when we were in Nashville, days which, didn't exist. Which that doesn't that already seem like two months ago? Mm-hmm. It is insane how time just does not even matter at this point. I, I have. It's like. We, you and I were just talking about something. I was thinking about something when we were first dating, and I'm like, that seems almost as. And we were actually we were thinking about something recently with just where we used to live, you know, in our old house, mm-hmm. and those things seem just as close as when we went to Opryland two weeks ago. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm losing all track of time. It's yeah. just like I'm maybe too influenced by this all this stuff that everything right. is the present now and that everything else is nothing more than memory and imagination, but we've only ever lived in the present moment. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's another podcast I really for another time. I really don't have any idea what he said. <laughs> anyway, but um, outside of that, and you did go shopping by yourself one time, and then uh, we didn't leave the resort outside of those times until the final night, which we'll talk about. But... Um, the Opryland Resort. I had been there before. I'm pretty sure you and I stayed there just once before years and years ago. The room wasn't nearly as nice as what we stayed in. Um, and I just remember the first time being so frustrated at the time. It's like, I can't believe, number one, this place is so darn expensive. Number two, they charge you a $20 uh, resort fee. Uh, and then why can't they just put make the room $20 more, more expensive? Right. Uh, it, it's, it, I'd probably be less upset about this. And then $40 a night for parking? 
what the heck? This isn't a downtown. It's like, ah. And that's and I always thought of the Opryland Resort in that way. And so when they said that they were hosting it at the Opryland Resort, I'm thinking, you know what? We'll probably stay off property. And you said, hey, as long as, long as, as it's close, as long as it's close, that's fine. And I just started thinking about it. It's like, wait a second. Do I really want to, you know, have us stay at, you know, a Hyatt place or, you know, one of these other places? Because to get close to there, you're right next to the airport and there's really not any, quote unquote, nicer hotels uh, other than the operating line without it being, you know, a good driving distance, like 30, 45 minutes away. And I don't want to be that far away from you. And I'm like, you know what? We can afford this. And that is a whole interesting thing in and of itself, Stephanie. This this experience, because, you know, we've got Megan going to college, which we've been paying for with cash. Uh, there was a situation after Free the Dream 2018. We took out a federal parent loan uh, for a year, which we then paid off. Uh, once once we uh, got some things financially taken care of that, or that that had come up, so anyway, that, so but we're paying that. Matthew just decided, hey, I think I want to go back to college. We were not prepared for that, and his ne- he's going to start in January. The money for his first semester there already taken care of, and I'm like, and here we are, you and I. This isn't being paid for by Grange life insurance. This isn't being paid by any other incentive. I've not been invited as a guest and as a speaker to, you know, do this and I'm staying in this fancy hotel. I, Cliff Ravenscraft, and my wife, Stephanie Ravenscraft, we booked ourselves an entire week at a resort paid... it's like, listen, whatever the price is, that's the price of the room. Sure, go ahead and charge us your $20 a day resort fees. That's fine. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and park our car in your $40 a night <laughs> parking lot. It's, it's hey, all. I found you a spot closer to the door. What's that? I found you a parking spot closer to the door. Yes. And, and, and you know what? We did it. And I did. It wasn't. It wasn't something that I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't afford this. Why are we doing this? We this is, it's just like, wow, we're we're really spending an entire week at a resort, Mm -hmm. the two of us, and we're eating dinners at a resort, and it's it's like, it's a whole different world that you and I live in today. Yeah, and I compare it to when we went to the Sandy Lane Resort in Barbados. Now, can you explain the Sandy Lane Resort in Barbados and also how on earth did we get to stay there? Well, first off, we got to stay there because you were a top seller of life insurance for Grange and it was an incentive trip because you were in the top so many sellers. Um. As for describing it, the Sandy Lane in Barbados is one of the, is the most extravagant place I've ever stayed. I'm pretty certain that the entire place is crafted of marble. (laughs) White, pearl, marble. It's like all marble. The shower. (laughs) I, I, this is, okay. Um. 
I'm trying to think, how old were the kids when we went? Like, did we have Jane already? What year did we go to? I have no idea. Me neither. But um, the shower was massive. And I remember that, like, for being in a hotel, that was a big deal. And comparatively, like, we stayed in a hotel in Cincinnati. Uh, we did a marriage conference, but we wanted, like, the full experience. So even though we were just in Cincinnati and we could have come home, we decided to stay downtown. And I was very pregnant with McKenna. And I couldn't stand in the shower. <laughs> Like I couldn't, I could stand in the shower. I couldn't turn in the shower. It was not made for pregnant women um, or big people in general. But um, so I just, that, that shower was amazing. Um, we had a balcony with a gorgeous view. That's where we ate breakfast on the veranda. Isn't yes, it? we did. We ate I breakfast on the veranda. I was just thinking the other day about a stay we had somewhere where room service brought and we had breakfast on the veranda and it was at, that's where it was. It was at Sandy Lane. So, um, that that Mar place the was mar marble floors. Every I mean, it was marble everywhere. It, it, everywhere, everywhere. It was um, the most stunning place we've ever been. Yep, and I remember going down, and they had dinner in the restaurant there, and it was a buffet, and I and but it wasn't just we. I mean, there were other fam excuse me, family staying there. And um, it, I think the I think if I remember, it was $65 a person to eat at the buffet. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh my gosh, we could, and that was like 65 Barbados dollars, which right. was, was more even more than American. Uh, it would, or in US dollars, it would have been more expensive. Uh, but it was, it was insane. And I'm thinking, it's like, man, how does a family ever afford to come here? I, I, I couldn't imagine. It's like, would there ever be a day where I would be able to afford to bring my wife to a place like this? And now Opryland isn't the same level of Sandy Lane. Correct. But as far as, you know, that kind of, it's like, man, it, it, it that kind of lifestyle where you just go and it, and it is, it, it's a, it's, it's. It's that level on a different scale. I mean, it, the atriums are what make Opryland Opryland, it, the resort, and stuff like that. But anyway, it, it, it's just a it's a different it's a different world you and I live in these days. It is after all of these years. It's a world that we created. It is. All right. So the reason why I was in, we were in Nashville was because that's where they hosted Podcast Movement this year. That's why you were in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. So I I attended podcast or podca podcast movement the conference and I had a decent experience. It it was it was a different experience because of you know post COVID and all this other stuff and it was a lighter crowd and I I, I still had a really good time. It was just vastly different. Than all other times is all that's that's all I can say about it. I don't have anything negative to say about it because I didn't go in with any specific expectations. I went I went in with low expectations, knowing that hey, you know, is anybody going to come here? Uh, and the fact that there was an event and that I'd say there might have been eight hundred to twelve hundred people. I've heard somebody say that sixteen hundred people checked in. I don't know that I would agree that I ever saw that many people there, but who knows? Um, you know, it was, it was a big place. 
So people could have been really spread out. But anyway, even that is a lot lower. And it's, this is an event that usually would have, you know, three, four or 5,000 people at it. Uh, so um, maybe, maybe that's a stretch. It It's just been in smaller venues in the past. Like, okay. in, remember, you went to Chicago. I did not. You, 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 I've never been to a podcast movement. You and the family came to Chicago. When was that I went, podcast movement? That was podcast oh. movement. See, I didn't go to podcast movement. I went to Chicago. There's yes, <laughs> but you did, you things. came into the hallway where that was <laughs> and picked me up that day. I don't. You and I, the family. I forgot that that was podcast movement. Yeah, but you know they've always hosted podcast movement in big places, but this one just seemed they lose me bigger. because they do it in August. Like that, I know that's, that's, that's why I haven't. That's why that's I didn't go problem. in 2019. Uh, they had it in Orlando. Over. I did. I, I did. You went the, was it the first year or the second year? You went on our anniversary. The very first like, year. The I did the year. closing keynote on our anniversary. Yes. That was very nice of me. It was very nice of you. <laughs> it was like our 20th anniversary. Everybody there said happy anniversary to <laughs> they you. did. Actually, I guess that would have been our 20th. That would have been like. It would have been, it was 2014. So however many, 25 minus. 19? Or 21 minus 14. What? Well, six, and we're about to be married for 25 years, so that would have been 19. Yeah. All right. Um, but anyways, the conference, it's not, this isn't a review of the conference. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I had a I had a good time at the conference. I don't think that it, it, I don't think it was a waste of my time. I don't think it was a, a massive benefit to have gone there, like personally and or professionally. Other than the fact that I really enjoyed actually seeing a few people face to face, having some decent conversations was nice. Uh, but more than anything, actually, out of the entire thing, what I most loved about it is that Stephanie and I were at the Opryland Resort together, and that we had uh, plenty of times where we had lunch together or I loved that I was together. surrounded by all of these podcasting people, and no one recognized me. Like yeah. that was. That there was, was somebody that recognized me. you and came up and talked with you. I can't remember who right now. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Okay. I talked to Jeremy when you and I were walking around. Jeremy. Before it started. So that would have been on. Um, yeah. Jeremy. Monday. Okay. Well, I mean, we ran into him together. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, had dinner with Michael Stelzner and his daughter and. um. We bumped into somebody after lunch one day, and we met the new woman that knew Heather, the the brain. Um, oh yeah, what was that? Happy brain. Happy brain. And um, like really, those are the only podcasting people that I. Yeah, I mean, to all week. I, I did. I did the conference stuff. You did the reading I stuff. Did my stuff. But we met for lunch a couple of times, and that was fun. And. Yep stuff but uh, and we, as you said we had dinner with michael stelzner and his wife or no, his, his daughter, daughter. <laughs> Alyssa, right mm-hmm. and um then on the final night after the conference has ended uh the final night you and i went out to dinner with one of my clients and his wife lisette um, mark and lisette and we went to paula dean's restaurant which yeah, is paula right dean's across family. from the mm-hmm. opryland mall i've Okay, so I have heard about this place for years. Not, I mean, not in Nashville, but all they're all over. I don't know if they're all over, but I know that there are several locations now. And it's always been something that I want. I'm intrigued by family dining. And um, 
Southern food is a happy place for me. Yeah. <laughs> I lie. Um, so it, I was like, I've always wanted to try. I've always wanted to do it, but two people, it just seems like too much food for, for just two people. Anyway, so we although the way your, they did it, I don't think it would have been too I don't, much. I'm not sure it would have been. I because I, I, they charge you per person, so yep. it's not they don't charge you less if it, there's less of you. Right. So it it doesn't cost anymore, and they just br- they really bring enough for just two people anyway. Yeah. Uh, it, but you have multiple dishes to choose from, and they bring back more if you want. Yeah. Of any one dish, but um, the food was. The the food, the food was, was good. good. It was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't extraordinary. The biscuit was extraordinary. The biscuit, if you like biscuit, um, it, the biscuit was good. <laughs> the biscuit was amazing. Um, Imagine but, a Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuit only soaked with butter. So imagine a biscuit with garlic and cheese in it. Like for people who don't know oh. what a Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuit is, it, it, it is a, it's a biscuit with cheese and garlic but this Paula Deen's version was like soaked in butter. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, it so, was good. <laughs> we should look for a coffee cat recipe. I can eat one right now. Uh, it was very good. Um, But it had great conversation and a good dinner time meeting your was. client and his wife and um, having some adult conversation was nice. Yep. And uh, we... Uh, Basically went back to our room. Um, one night we watched Karate Kid. We did. <laughs> that was fun. And let's see here. What else? Oh, so and then on Saturday, uh, checkout was at 11 a.m. And I think we pulled out of the parking lot at 10.50 a.m. Something like that. Like, yeah. yeah. We, we slept in. We slept in. Um, I had my stuff packed and waiting and Cliff was still in bed. Yep. <laughs> um. We stopped in Bowling Green, had lunch with Megan, and then headed home. Yep. That was that was our trip. And uh, we came, uh, we've been back home, has it been a week now? Yeah, it was a week yesterday. Okay, so it's, it, again, it seems like two months ago. Uh, it, it, it didn't take us out of our routine too much, except for no, it, it took us out of our gym routine. It took us out of our gym routine. It took me out of my... Um, I was very naturally waking up on my own between like 6.30 and, and 7, mm-hmm. 7.15 at the latest. It, it took me out of that because sleeping until 7.30 central time was sleeping until 8.30. My t- and so, like the numbers play with my brain. I understand that I can wake up at 7.30 central time and say, oh, I'm up at 6.30. But the numbers play with my brain. If I woke up at 7.30 Central, I was up at 6.30 my time because it's 6.30 Eastern time. Okay. But I'm like, oh, I got up at 7.30. And. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that. Although we, tomorrow my alarm's going to go off at 5.50. Because McKenna's back in school tomorrow? Not tomorrow on Wednesday. Okay. You're just getting yourself prepared. I'm just getting prepared. Gotcha. All right, so I'll tell you what, I'm going to leave, I think that's going to be enough for this episode. And uh, What else you got? Uh, two different things. Number one is Pride and Prejudice, the movie. Right. And that I, I think we could go into a little bit of a discussion about that compared to the six-part series that we saw, plus compared to 
what we've been reading in the book and stuff like that. It's probably about 10 minute conversation. And then 25 years. It will be 25 years of marriage uh, coming up on Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, those will be the potentially the first two topics that we talk about in our next episode of Family from the Heart. So how does that sound? Sounds perfect. That was loud. You didn't hear it because you don't wear headphones right now. I like not wearing headphones. I'm going to get you a pair of headphones. Why? Because you have talked at the same level as me for 70% of this episode. And you've talked like this for about 30% of the episode. Maybe I'm just not passionate about the other 30%. Maybe not. Maybe I'm talking at a normal thing and you're shouting. Maybe I always shout. You do. Thank you for admitting it. I do always, I do know this. You do shout. See? I, that's what I'm talking about right there. When you, you start talking like this. When I start talking like myself? Yeah. Yeah. This music goes on for quite some while. It really does. It's like an, it's one minute and 15 seconds left in this music. I should have hit it a little earlier. <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, it was a good time. I enjoyed that trip. It was a fun. I did too. It was a fun I trip. Was, I did too. It was I'm good glad to, to be home. I am too. I didn't like being away from my dog for that long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I missed, I missed McKenna. Yeah. Um, but she knows where I am and she, you know, it, it was difficult for me. She doesn't like really talking on the phone. So I was just texting her all week to give her that, that boundary, that personal space. But yeah. It was rough. Well, we're home and it looks like we'll probably be home for, home for a while. A while. I'm okay with that. I am as well. There's lots of fun content I want to create. Oh, that's it. Um, what? Now we're going to run now out Now you're going to run out of 13 music. seconds. Um, hold on. There, there it goes. It just ended. <laughs> Published content. Let me just tell you. Oh, the community voice. That's what's back. The community voice over at gspn.tv. Check it out. Also, the Encouraging Others Through Christ is back. Uh, that podcast. It has been 10 years between episode 32 and 33 of Community Voice. 10 years, more than 10 years. And it had been more than six years between episode 134 and 135 of the Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast. So episode 135 is where you can start with Encouraging Others Through Christ. Episode 33 is the newest start for Community Voice. Both of those shows over at gspn.tv.